Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Be careful with what you have. Record. Write things down. Make sure that you can validate the stuff that's going on in your reality, in your head, because otherwise they will change it and manipulate it to be their own perspective. Do you feel crazy in your relationship? Like, do you feel crazy when you've had an interaction with your narcissist, with your toxic person, and you walk away, and sometimes you might be like, I don't even know what we talked about. I don't even know what we argued about. I don't even know what the whole point of that was. See, a lot of times narcissists, they love to be able to distract. They love to be able to twist conversations, manipulate, and end up gaslighting you. So if you're not sure what gaslighting is, gaslighting is when there's an event that happened and then the narcissist is going to twist and manipulate with words, your mind, about what actually happened, saying that it didn't happen. And it can be really crazy because you think there in your, in your mind, you're like, wait a second, I'm pretty sure that happened. But more and more, you have that person tell you over and over and over again that it didn't happen and you start to question yourself. You start to wonder like, Maybe maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it actually went this way. And it really starts to screw with your mind and starts to mess with you. And so oftentimes this happens in conversations, uh, especially arguments. Arguments are a really good place to throw in gaslighting because it's the perfect place to distract and then to show people a different reality. So if we're having an argument and I notice maybe I'm starting to lose the argument, I might try to win on a technicality of like, well, technically I didn't say that. Technically you said this, technically whatever. And if I can't win on that, then I'm going to go on gaslighting. So give you an easy example. Uh, this happened a couple months ago now. I was sitting at the table with my wife, Kayla, and our daughter came in and she was playing with her Paw Patrol. And as she was playing with them, she put the, the yellow and the green one on the table. And she was like, this one's Rocky, this one's Rebel. And I was like, no, I was like, it's the opposite way. And Kayla was like, no, she's right, it's that way. And so like we talked back and forth and then Kayla like looked it up online and she turned her phone to me so I could see and she was like, see, like it is this way. And when she did that, she was saying that, that both Sophia and my wife were right about which name the little Paw Patrol was. So in that moment, I was wrong. But my immediate thought, my immediate response, she turned the phone, she said like, see, I was right, and I was like, yeah, that's what I said. Immediate, quick gaslighting can happen in any type of argument, can happen in any type of situation. Now, the nice thing now is we're still working on it, we're still working on growth, I'm still working on those immediate responses. In that moment, I recognized what I was doing, and Kayla was also able to call me out on it, so we're able to grow through that moment where two years ago, like, that wouldn't have happened. It just would have been an argument. 
But I'm using that as an illustration so you can kind of see like gaslighting sometimes can be so quick, so effective, so like laid out, very precise that it makes the person question their whole reality of what was going on. So oftentimes I would have an argument, I would have a discussion where I would argue a certain point, a certain side. And then if I got to the place where I knew I was going to get proven wrong, sometimes I just justify it in my mind and be like, yeah, I was just testing you. I was just playing the other side. Um, like, that's what I was actually thinking. I just want to see if you thought that or whatever. I'd flip it around every single time because I didn't want to be wrong. And a lot of times narcissists will do that in arguments. They'll flip it around. Now the gaslighting is real, not just in arguments, but just in regular everyday life. Like you do something and then they come back and they say that you didn't do that or that that never happened. Um, an example that I had from someone that I did a one-on-one -on -one with uh, not too long ago is she was with the narcissist um, because of a couple triggers that happened he got so enraged that he had her pack up all her stuff she got in the car with all her stuff he drove her to her mom's house and dropped her off I believe kid, carrier, everything dropped her off at her mom's house showed up about an hour or so later saying are you ready to go? When he'd kicked her out, told her that she was gone, that she was dead to him, he was never going to see her again, came back an hour or so later, and then was like, all right, you ready to go? And she was like, what? Like, you just kicked me out of your house. She was like, no, I didn't. Like, I just said I was going to drop you off. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Like, it's amazing what they'll take and how they'll twist and manipulate anything and everything to make you feel like you're crazy. And they'll do that on any level on any aspect because if they can plant one little doubt in your mind they start slowly winning because if I can plant a doubt in your mind about something that's happening that means I can start shaping and twisting the reality that you see and if I can start twisting and shaping that reality then I become your sole source of information I become your whole media input in your life and as a result I can change control and shape whichever way you go you see this a lot in mainstream media, in different apps that are out there, because a lot of things are built this way to be able to control people's perception and what they look at. A narcissist is just a human version of that, of being able to manipulate the facts, the thoughts, the feelings of another person. And one of the easiest and best ways for a narcissist to do that is to use gaslighting, is to convince you that you're crazy so that you have to depend on the narcissist reality. And when you start depending on the narcissist reality, it is a slippery slope down to constant abuse and you being stuck forever because of the fact that they will always twist and manipulate your perception of everything and of everybody out there. So the narcissist will use this a lot of times to be able to isolate you. They'll gaslight you on interactions you had with other people saying that that interaction didn't happen or that interaction actually was fake because the other person said X, Y, and Z. They'll lie and they'll manipulate as well, saying something changed, something wasn't there, something didn't happen. I had someone that they were working with, um, their narcissist, they had a narcissistic husband, and they showed up one day with a, like a tote or a bin, and they're like, where'd you get that? And they're like, oh, I just found it someplace. And they're like, you took it from this one place. And they were like, no, I didn't take it from there. And they, they manipulated it so much. They gassed them so much that they believed that it, that it never happened. And then later, like months down the road, uh, the empath is, is going around looking for something. And they found some of the stuff that was in that original tote. And they were like, yeah, like you did take it. You dumped my stuff out and you just took what you wanted. 
but the other person had them so convinced that it never even happened. This is why a lot of times it's really helpful in narcissistic relationships if you're able to limit stuff to like texting, to email, if you have to have some type of a con uh, of contact, that helps so much because otherwise they'll manipulate and twist everything that you say. In another one-on-one I was talking to somebody, they were like, we only text and the reason why I do that is so I can go back and I can show them what they said because otherwise they'll gaslight me every single time. They'll lie and try to manipulate everyone's perception because that's easier for them to do than actually own up and be honest, which is crazy. You'd think like, hey, like it's a lot easier to be honest. Yes, it is. But for a narcissist with vulnerability, with shame, with not knowing how to take care of their emotions, their feelings, vulnerability, honesty seem like the end of the world to them. Of actually having to admit that they're wrong seems like it would be easier to like cut off their arm sometimes than it would be to actually say, I was wrong. So as a result, it's a lot easier to gaslight. And we're going to gaslight and manipulate the best that we can in order to change your reality. So when you're in those relationship, write down notes, record sometimes, try to figure out ways that can keep you sane if you're not out of that relationship because you have to be able to survive and not go crazy thinking that you're wrong or that you're crazy because of stuff that they're saying to you. You go out and do something and they're like, no, like you didn't. Uh, you have a conversation with someone, they're like, no, you didn't say that. You have an interaction with them and they're like, that never happened. Like, what are you talking about? And you start to see doubt that pops up in your mind because this person has started to gaslight and manipulate you time and time and time again. Be safe, get out, go no contact. Otherwise, be careful with what you have, record, write things down, make sure that you can validate the stuff that's going on in your reality, in your head, because otherwise they will change it and manipulate it to be their own perspective. You have to be careful. You have to be safe. If you guys like what you see here, please subscribe. I would love to interact with you more on YouTube. Leave some comments below if this resonates with you, if it's something that you've seen that you felt. Uh, follow us on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Would love to have you interact more there. Um, also, reach out on my website, rawmotivations.com. You can check out some new stuff that's coming out with the podcast, with videos, with the NARC app. Um, also, just with interacting with me one-on-one. -on -one. I have some coaching packages, some one-on-one -on -one things that you can get together with me and either talk through the narcissistic abusive relationship that you are in that you're currently in, that you're just getting out of, that you're trying not to go back down, back to, how we can talk through trauma bonds, how to break the lies that the narcissist put around you, how to learn how to live a full life apart from all that abuse. So my goal on here is to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change. That's why I'm on here. I hope you like what you see. If you're listening again on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just give us some ratings so we can keep spreading the message out there to let people know about narcissism, how to be able to avoid it, how to be able to handle it, how to be able to get out safe and to live fuller and richer lives. Thanks so much.